Welcome back, everyone. This is the Author Revolution podcast, where we talk about all things writerly related as we work to demystify the writing and publishing process. I'm your host, international bestselling author, Carissa Andrews. Now, today's episode is all about the difference between the three acts and four quarters when laying out your novel. And when I first started writing, I can honestly say that I didn't understand either of these things very well. And learning the structures behind both really did help me to tighten up my writing and develop stronger plot lines. I will say that I will try to keep this episode short and succinct. My grandmother passed away this weekend, and in all honesty, my brain just really isn't entirely in it. So before we get started, I will say that if you run into any questions that I didn't answer well for you, please make sure you head over to the Author Revolution Facebook page and drop me a line. Or if you're a student, feel free to head into the Author Revolution Facebook group and ask us there. If you have questions, it's likely others will as well, so it's nice for them to be able to benefit from the answers that I will be able to provide for you. All right, so with all that out of the way, let's talk about story creation in terms of using these two systems. Hopefully, you've at least heard of the three acts or the four quarters in passing, and hopefully more than just last week, (laughs) but if not, I will be walking you through it in more detail so that you can understand how to implement them into your own writing. Okay, so first, let's compare and contrast the two systems just a little bit. So for the most part, I'd like to say that there really isn't much of a difference. You're taking a larger piece of work and bringing it down into smaller chunks so that you can understand its function better, stay clear on your narrative, and ensure a complete story structure rather than an episodic narrative that goes on and on without an endgame in mind. The point of both the three acts and the four quarters, which I will point out can sometimes be called four acts as well, is to provide context for the overall story arc and the problems that the characters are going to face in each section. In a three-act structure, you're putting it into the context of beginning, middle, and end. Everybody's basically heard of that, right? So by knowing that, Really, honestly, that's all the three-act structure is. However, not all parts are considered equal under this structure, and that's where some authors can get lost. Your story actually isn't broken down into three equal thirds because your beginning and your end actually equate to about a quarter each, where your middle encompasses half of your book. Yes, a complete half. So this is where the four-quarter structure comes in. It completes the structure, the three-act structure, fleshing it out more so that you can understand what to do in each lump of the middle. So oftentimes, when we don't understand the structure of a novel, it's easy to get lost in the middle and feel like it's dragging. Readers and authors alike will both call this the saggy middle, and that's because there's really no point or drive behind what's happening if it's not conforming to some sort of story parameter. While your overall arc is important, knowing how it fits into these two story structures is really your golden ticket. So let's dive a little bit deeper. So with the three acts, your goal as a writer is to know how to set the stage, build the action, and resolve the story. In act one, you're giving the reader your exposition, the who, what, where, when, why, and how. You're also giving them the inciting incident that everything else is going to spring from. Now in act two, you're building the action. You're adding in roadblocks and red herrings and plot twists and Introducing the resolution idea. Now remember, this is a full half of your book, so you want to add as much drama and trouble here as possible. So if your middle section is saggy, just think about what's the worst thing that could happen to your characters and do that. Make it happen. 
Make it as uncomfortable for your characters and your readers as possible. If you do this, your middle section is never going to sag. I promise you that. Then in Act 3, you let the action fall, a resolution is then presented, and you either end with a happily ever after, or an unhappily ever after, or of course, a cliffhanger. With the four quarters, you can view each quarter a little bit differently. So rather than beginning, middle, end, it's more about the character phases that they'll be going through along your story arc. So in quarter one, you are still providing the exposition and setting up the story's inciting incident, but the object is really to provide understanding for both the characters and your readers. They need to know who and what they're dealing with and why they should care. In quarter two, it's all about insight. Your characters have to dive deeper into learning about their circumstances, get in and out of trouble, and have things really not go well. As you end the second quarter, you're hitting the middle of the book, so it's a great place for a plot twist or really escalating the crisis that they're facing. As you enter the third quarter, you're continuing the line of throwing as many roadblocks as possible at your characters, but by the end of this act, the resolution idea should be presented so the readers feel like it doesn't come out of left field. As much as I love to be surprised by things, I also love being surprised by realizing a story was setting up the surprise before I ever caught on. And you do that by presenting this idea earlier in the book, namely this third quarter. And sometimes it can be added in sooner, but it would be in a very small, minute kind of way, and then get more obvious by the end of the third quarter. The context for this quarter is really the doing or the continuing action of this whole setup. They've learned what they need to know, and now they're acting on the information. Then in the fourth and final quarter, you're wrapping it all up. The characters have faced their challenges and they're now working towards obtaining their goal. So the context for this quarter is about obtaining the resolution. Now, not all resolutions are equal, so like I said with the third acts, so like I said with the three acts, it can end in the happily ever after, unhappily ever after, or the cliffhanger, the choice really is yours. Now, when you overlay both of these structures so that you're able to use them both simultaneously, I think that's where things really make the most sense. And they literally are the same thing, just broken out differently. All right, so let me give you an example so that you know what I mean. Take the first Avengers movie as my example. In the first act, we're being set up with who the different superheroes are, how S.H.I.E.L.D. is trying to pull them all together, and then the inciting incident of Loki as he tries to control the population with the Tesseract and his scepter begins. In the middle or second act, we're seeing S.H.I.E.L.D.'s idea break apart. The superheroes are not overly successful at what they're trying to do. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not successful. And to be honest, none of the superheroes really like each other very much at all. By the third act, Earth is being attacked by aliens, unleashed by Loki and his baddies. And now the Avengers have a common cause to fight against. And they do their thing and, of course, save the day for now. Now, in the four-quarter structure, all of this still happens. But now we're adding in the plot twist midway where we see what Loki was planning on doing with the Tesseract. It wasn't just about enslaving humanity, it was actually about opening the portal and unleashing the aliens, which is technically a bigger part tied to Thanos, but let's not get carried away here. <laughs> okay, so we, the viewers, firsthand have to understand who everyone was and why it was important to join together. That's quarter one. Then the viewers had to see them trying to gain the insights on how to make this all happen, namely through S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Avengers Initiative. That was quarter two. They tried to work as a team, but everything had to fall apart. And they all kind of started to go their separate ways, right? Quarter three. 
But as the portal was opened up, the team knew that they had to come together to save the world. Quarter four. In each of these quarters, it provides a different context to the view of the central problem as to whether or not the team of vastly different superheroes can come together to defend the world. And if you skipped any of these contexts of understanding, insights, action, and resolution, you're not giving the reader or the viewer in this case, the comprehensive understanding that they need to fully engage with the story. So for those of you who have taken my Indie Publishing Fundamentals course, this concept might be familiar to you because of the sample outline breakout that you can download in there. But for those of you who haven't, I'm also working on another digital version, I guess I would say, that is going to be included in the Author Revolution Story Cure, and it will be coming out in a couple of weeks. So if this is a concept you're hoping to get better at, hang tight and I will let you know when the story cure drops. It's going to go into more detail not only on the acts and the quarters, but also the seven different types of stories that are out there and how your story can fit into it or how you can use the archetypes to mix and match, to be perfectly honest. So there's a lot that can go on there. And I'm super excited about getting it up and running. And I think you're going to really like it too. Now, just a reminder, if you have any questions, drop me a comment at our Author Revolution Facebook page. Or if you're a student, ask it in our online community. Be sure to head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 18 to visit the show notes. So that pretty much wraps up this conversation and this talk this week. I know it was kind of short, but hopefully you got the point. And like I said, if you have questions, feel free to let me know. Next week, we'll be talking about whether or not rapid released stories can be any good. This is a debate that's raged on actually for quite a long time and one that I think that we should address. When I first started, joining the Lakes Area Writers Alliance here in town, I know it was something that people were just absolutely flabbergasted about. And my idea of rapid releasing is nowhere near what other people actually are doing either. So it's very, it's a very interesting one to to talk about. To be perfectly honest, when I first learned about writing and publishing quickly, I, I do have to say I was dubious as well. So I get it. But the longer I've been in the publishing industry, the more insights I've gained into this area. And I really do look forward to sharing them with you. So I hope you'll join me. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, hit the subscribe button now. It'll just take a moment. And if you like this episode or any of the previous ones, tap the star rating or leave me a review. It lets me know that I'm on the right track as I provide insights and tips to you guys. All right, guys, that's a wrap for me today. See you next week. Same time, same place. Go forth and be awesome. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.